This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. You know, I've been in this industry for a long, long time. And you know, I got my start right there in Memphis, Tennessee. So what better person than to give a little intro to the only podcast in the UK that specifically talks about Memphis wrestling. That's right. We're talking about Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Folks, sit back, grab you a cup of hot tea. Hope you enjoy it. Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Got a doggone good-looking show lined up. This is the future, baby, and Jimmy Hart's here. You're not in the same caliber as I am. Who's the greatest wrestler in the world and why am I? You're acting like a hoodlum now. Come on, quit it! Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to the studios of the Old Bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling-related podcast, the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. I am, as always, your host, Mr. Luke Jennings, hoping you had a very merry and happy new year. We are now in 2023, and as you heard, we've got a brand new intro song. I'd like to thank Joe Morata for that very, very much. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter, at MemphisCast, and to hit the subscribe button here on our new home, the Place to Be Wrestling Network, home of great shows such as Talking WCW, NWA Saturday Special, PTBN's Main Event, NWA Crock and Roll, and as you have hopefully been listening to this week, The Monday Night Project. Coming to you this week, we've been giving you the first five episodes that we did for the Patreon, and then coming this Monday will be the first exclusive Monday Night Project where we watch the 26th of July 1993 Monday Night Raw. So hopefully you are enjoying that. You can follow the network at PTBN Wrestling. The Both shows are going to be on the one um, Twitter handle, which will just be Memphis Cast. So if you want to uh, uh, find updates about Monday Night Project or any other thing that comes from the show, then just head to Twitter at MemphisCast. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash MemphisCast will give you merchandise from the show if you so wish to buy that vimeo.com forward slash memphis cast will get you the videos of the original unedited monday night raws thanks to richard land who you can follow on twitter at masked wrestlers he has given us the um the footage if you will uh, that includes retro commercials and youtube.com forward slash memphis cast where you can watch last week's end of year episode we covered uh, the 3rd of April 1982 last week, and as it was the end of the year, I decided just to do a little video uh, podcast of that as well. And also you can watch the video versions of That Girl Got Game, and hopefully Kemi will be back with some more episodes very, very soon. Now this week we are covering the 10th of April. Just a quick note, this show is going to be a small one for some reason. The video is only 21 minutes. Uh, I don't know why it's so long, but I've just had a quick scramble through, and it does seem to... Uh, just seem to get everything in that I sort of 
think would be covered so um yes so we're covering the 10th of april 1982 last week we covered the 3rd of april where we saw a six match stacked card a quick king match andy kaufman a handshake or a shove and all the usual awesomeness from the memphis territory now before we head down the ringside let's do our regular and see what's been happening in the world of professional wrestling on the 4th of april in the omni in atlanta in a bunkhouse match ole anderson and stan hansen defeated terry funk and dusty Rhodes. Bob Armstrong and the great Kabuki battled to a no contest. Dick Slater defeated Roddy Piper by disqualification. Ron Bass defeated Tommy Rich. Michael Hayes and Leroy Brown and Mr. Wrestling 2 defeated the Assassin, uh, the Super Destroyer and Ricky Harris. Kevin Sullivan battled Tom Pritchard to a draw and Brad Armstrong defeated Ricky Harris. In Memphis on the 5th, 8,091 people saw Rick McCord defeat Toji Yamamoto. Bobby Fulton defeated J.R. Hart. The Midnight Express defeated Roy Rogers and Dutch Mantel. The Fabulous Ones. Brand new tag team Steve Kern and Stan Lane and Eric Embry defeated Luke Graham, the Angel and the Dream Machine. Jerry Lawler pinned the Monk. Southern Tag Team Champion Sweet Brown Sugar and Bobby Eaton defeated Robert Gibson and Steve Kern in a no disqualification match. Andy Kaufman defeated Jerry Lawler via disqualification. I believe we will see highlights of both of those matches on this show. <clears throat> on the 7th of April, uh, in Miami Beach, Florida, at the convention center, 5,724 saw the NWA World Champion Ric Flair defeat Butch Reed. Dory Funk Jr. defeated Mike Graham in a Texas Death Match. Kendo Nagasaki defeated Brian Blair in a Lumberjack Match. Hiro Matsuda, David Von Erich, and Cyclone Negro defeated Sweet Brown Sugar, Mr. Wrestling 2, and El Gran Apollo. Gordon Nelson defeated Bob Russell. Terry Allen defeated Bubba Douglas. And then on the 10th, the same day as we are watching this show, the WWF held a show in the Baltimore Civic Center. 9,600 saw Charlie Fulton beat Jeff Craney. Jose Estrada defeated Jerry Johnson. Tony Atlas pinned Greg Valentine. Good Lord. Johnny Rods defeated Frank Williams. Mr. Soyito pinned Steve Travis. Tony Guerrero pinned Mr. Sorry, defeated Mr. Fuji by disqualification. Bob Orton Jr. pinned Rick McGraw. Jesse Ventura pinned SD Jones. And Blackjack Mulligan and Bob Backland battled to a double disqualification. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's head down to ringside um, and see what Lance and Dave have got for us on this week's episode as we cover the 10th of April 1982. This is episode 86 of the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Please enjoy. This interview that um, we're going to present for you is one that uh, I want you to take a look at and take a listen to. Uh, not a pleasant one, but we're going to roll it right now and let you see. Rick, uh, I appreciate you coming here, and, and I didn't bring you here because I want to make a spectacle out of, out of the face or anything, but I, I tell you the honest truth. I think this proves a point that when, when winning and the money and all of that becomes so important that something like this can result, and you'll know what it is in just a moment, then it's time that, by golly, something is done about it. Rick, I guess if anybody that I know was in for the Tough Luck of the Year award, it's got to be Rick Gibson, because you know that I've always loved the style of you and Robert in there, and I really thought you were sitting right on top of it, ready for that Southern Tag title belts and, and bigger things than that. 
then all of a sudden, bang, they kind of ganged up on you, and then the whole chest thing and the bruise right over the heart came. You got over that, and it was right after that they came right back, zing, through the stuff in your eyes. A heart, as a matter of fact, said it was Coca-Cola, but you know a whole lot better than that, and so do I. And, and now I would like for you just to take your time and, and tell exactly how this happened. Well, this happened last Saturday night. Uh, my brother and I was uh, going over to Jonesboro, Arkansas, to wrestle. And uh, on the way back, uh, I dropped Robert off at his car. And I was on my way home, and uh, somebody got behind me and was blinking their lights and so forth. And finally, I found a parking place where to pull over at. And uh, I pulled over, and I could look in my rearview mirror, and there was just one person. You, you were just in the car by yourself at yeah, this point. I, I, you dropped everybody off. Yeah, I had dropped everybody right, off right there. And I could see there was one person in the car, and I, I thought maybe it might have been Robert. You know, it was raining that night. And so I pulled over, and I walked back to the car, and it wasn't Robert's car. And uh, as soon as I got to the car doors, uh, there was three people that jumped out of the car. And to tell you who it was, it was... Well, I want to know. That's the reason. Go ahead. Name them. It was Jimmy Hart, Coco Ware, and Bobby Eaton. And, of course, this is the result of exactly what took place right there in that incident. This is the result well, they did? Uh, I don't know whether you've thought about it, but I can tell you right now, and this is one of the things we're talking about, that kind of thing right out there in a road and jumping a man like that is grounds for a lawsuit, friend, and you can do some thinking about that. Well, let me say right now, I'm not... Uh, I don't want to make no lawsuit about it, you know. My profession has been for 12 years is wrestling. Wrestling is my profession, and lawsuits are nothing to me. I don't care about no lawsuit at this point. What I want to do, I'm going to let my face get well, let my sternum get well, and then let me take it up in the ring. And I want to say one thing, Jimmy Hart, if you're watching this interview right now, I want to promise you, and I want to promise your boys, when I get well, one of your boys, and I hope maybe it's even you, is going to look just like this here, because this is not a pretty sight. No. Okay, Rick, thanks very much. We uh, didn't want to drag it out. We thought it was important that it be known, and that was the story of what happened to Rick Gibson. Okay, um, we want to do it now. No lapse of time. I want to get him out here right now. He's been out here so many times. I want to see if Jimmy Hart will come out here right now, and I want to hear some comments about a situation uh, that was just described by Rick Gibson there. And, uh, well, I don't know whether he's coming out or not. I guess not. If he's not out there, fine. We were going to give him the opportunity to make some kind of response to... Uh, okay. Without any further comments editorializing or anything, is that the only thing you can do is laugh about it? Well, first of all, I got an alibi where I was, baby, but I'm not going to tell anybody where it was. Are you crazy? I am so tired. When my jaw was broke and my leg was broke, I wasn't out here whining and crying and complaining. You know what? You were yellow, man. That's your whole case. You've got a case of yellow-itis. That's exactly what you've got. And that's a case of what your brother's got. Why in the world would his brother leave him, man? You know what the deal is, baby? I'll tell you something, brother. You want to fight Jimmy Hart? You want to get me? Well, you come in here right now, you big gutless coward. Why don't you get that little Robert Gibson out here? Robert, you want to defend your brother? Come in here and get us, brother. Yeah, you're dressed out. Oh, I love this. Uh, so Jimmy Hart and Jr. I don't know whether the promotion or Robert is interested. I'm sure interested on it. 
Well, you've extended it. I would love to see him come out here. Yeah, we'll find out what kind of athlete you are if uh, Robert is interested in coming out and the promotion okays the thing. Jimmy Hart and JR in the ring. Oh, big deal. Robert Gibson has stormed the ring. Robert Gibson is in there. He is beating the shit out of uh, Jimmy Hart and J.R. Hart. But here come Bobby eating the sweet brown sugar. Oh, Bobby eating just smashed a bit of plywood over the head of Robert Gibson. Four on one here. Holy shit. Oh, big right hand by Bobby. Bang goes the plywood. Bang. Holy moly. Robert Gibson in his jeans and... White trainers, four on one. Who, someone's got to be here to save him. Here comes someone. Who's this? Who's this? Steve Kern, Stan Lane, Steve Kern, Stan Lane. The fabulous ones are here to save Robert Gibson. Four on three now. Robert Gibson bleeding like a stuffed pig here. And you wonder why with that ply board, board smashed over his head. Jimmy Hart and JR Hart beaten. Oh, Stan Lane hip tosses Bobby in on the Bill Dundee, Bill Dundee's here, Bill Dundee is here, Bill Dundee wailing away on Jimmy Hart and J.R. Hart Jr. Stan Lane slams Bobby in on the concrete floor, Bill Dundee pile driver on J.R. Hart, he is dead holy moly, Robert Gibson is bleeding Bill Dundee again with a pile driver Jerry Calhoun just sort of stood there doing nothing. Bill Dundee comes flying out of the ring. He's chasing after Jimmy Hart. Oh my God, what absolute chaotic scenes we've got here once again, ladies and gentlemen. We've got broken bodies, bloodied faces. Bill Dundee's got that bit of wood. Bang! Over the back of Bobby Eaton. Bang! Over the back of Sweet Brown Sugar. Holy Jesus. Bill Dundee wailing away on these guys. Bill Dundee is back and he is pissed. Oh, throws a chair at Sweet Brown Sugar. Holy Jesus. Bill Dundee is now storming out of the area. Holy Jesus. Our first championship wrestling action for Billy in about five weeks since they messed up his shoulder. J.R. Hart has not moved. He took those two pile drivers, those two pile drivers, and he is, I think, maybe dead. I don't know. He's not moved a muscle. Stan Lane, Steve Kern. Helping Robert back. Okay, yeah, he needs some attention back there. Well, I tell you what, we're going to, uh, let's go to a break right now and uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Great athlete, Jimmy Hart, who uh, wouldn't get in there by himself. Had to wait for Brown Sugar and Eaton to jump Robert Gibson. You, Hart's the one that challenged Gibson. He comes out there and you bust him open and... Better get that dang uh, handicap pair, boy, because you, you, you and him will fight me, baby. Oh uh, boy, you might know it. You can just figure that for eating and sugar. 
Here comes Bill Dundee, Stan Lane, and Steve Kern again. Hart, you got it. He's the first one out the door. Once again, all these men are rolling. <coughs> Robert Gibson came out and challenged the first family again as they were trying to resuscitate J.R. Hart, who is still laid flat in the ring. Stan Lane's pushing Bobby Eaton into the crowd. The crowd are flying. Bill Dundee's got a chair. Holy moly, this is absolute... Jesus Christ. Throwing the chair now. Absolute chaotic scenes here. Wrestlers getting thrown in the crowd. The crowd are going bananas. J.R. Hart still dead in the ring. Holy Christ. Let me tell you something, Hart. I just talked to Stan Lane. And Eddie Marlin promised me, he said, Bill, when your arm's back to normal, you got the match. Well, Stan Lane agreed to step down and let me get my old partner back this week. So, Jimmy Hart, Bobby Eaton, and Coco Way are what you're wrestling this week. It's Steve Kern and Bill Dundee. Now, I made a promise to me, and I made a promise to all the people out there. When I got my hands on one of them, they were going to be hurt, and I hope that garbage is dead laying in the ring, and I'm going to promise you all something. When I get you in the ring, Hart, and you take note, I know it's been said a million times before, five weeks I starved because of you, Hart, and I'm going to have a lousy Easter because of you. Well, I'm going to tell you something, son. This week, Hart, I'm going to get one of you. And you're going to look like that trash right there. Thank you. Okay, Bill Dundee. Yeah, we need a little sweep-up detail in here to see if they can get JR out of there. I'll tell you what we're going to do. I think we've had enough excitement for the moment, Dave. We're going to take time out. And we're going to be back to take a look. Hey, come on, Bobby. Don't... Let's take time out. We'll be back with the Jerry Lawler, Andy Kaufman in just a moment. And we will be back with these messages. Please enjoy. Hey, everybody. This is Mike from Booking the Territory, the unprofessional, classic Southern wrestling podcast. And you are listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke Jennings. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Well, let me tell you something, brother. You're listening to Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Stick around, brother, and follow the show at Memphis Cast. Follow me at West Runtin Luke J, brother. Follow friends of the show at Mid Atlantic Pod, at OVP Podcast, at Bottom Line Cast, at Extreme Cast, at Booking the Territory, brother. And be sure to hit up some brothers on Patreons. Patreon.com backslash Booking the Territory and Patreon.com backslash OVP podcast brother like and subscribe to Mid-South Television Review with Mike Mills and the great Brian Last what you gonna do brother when Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast runs wild on you hey can I ask you a question first of all right ahead you know the definition of a windjammer no I really don't it's the agonizing screams of a trapped turd have you heard of the Mangrate? Yes, I have. You have? Yeah. Do you have a father? <laughs> Mangrate is the perfect gift for this Father's Day. Is he alive? Yeah. Yeah. 100% made in America. If he was dead, it would have been a really bad moment in the commercial. <laughs> Your dad's alive? No. <laughs> Fuck. 
<laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry about your dad. That's fine. Your father's dead. Is your mom still alive? My mom? Yeah. No, she's dead. Jesus Christ, is any of your relatives fucking alive? It's man great. <laughs> they are revolutionizing the way people grill. What, Adam Egan? Is it true? You haven't heard of the revolution? You can put chicken on this or steak? That's not that unique. <laughs> it weighs a lot of pounds. Is that heavy? Again. 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 No more flare-ups? You know, you know when your barbecue has always been flare-ups? Why are you laughing? You're making a mockery out of the man grate. Chicken, steak, has never tasted so good. <laughs> Again, again, <laughs> again. This commercial is like a mini series. Hey, this is Joe Murata from Our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast. But now, live from the studios of the Old Bakery, this is the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, and here's your host, Luke Jennings. I'm not laughing, but you brought it on yourself. You brought it on yourself by calling him out here, jumping the guys. You're the one that said bring Robert Gibson out, and then you had these guys waiting back there. Oh, I don't think it's funny, and I don't condone it, but... Uh, Excuse me just a minute. Yeah. Bill Dundee said I promised him a match as soon as his shoulder's in good shape. Yes, sir. So it appears it's in good shape, so he's got the match. Okay, so the what Billy was talking about, the uh, Dundee-Kern-Eaton-Sugar match... Will be in the place, and and the Southern tag belts will be at stake in it. Okay, there's the official word from uh, promoter Eddie Marlin on that. We were going to run over the entire card anyhow, and now that gives us an opportunity to get it right with you. Tickets on sale up until five today, and all day on. There's no title match, man. There is no title match. You understand that, Eddie Marlin? Come over here. You come hey, over come here. On. Come That's over right. here, old man. You don't have a match. Just drop the title match. No title. Dundee a, uh, no title. Match. No title match. He'd have a match, match. but he's got the match. Hey, why don't you find no title? No title. Okay, okay, Jimmy. Let me tell you something. I promise you, Dundee, you better come down there, baby, because it's going to be your last hurrah, brother. All right. Why don't you just take okay, your boys and just get Come on now, we've seen it. Mid-South Coliseum was a place I think just about everyone in the country has heard about, uh, heard something about the action that took place when Andy Kaufman, Latka Gravis of uh, Taxi, stepped into the wrestling ring against Jerry the King Lawler. You've heard about it. Let you take a look at it right now. Here is what happened in the Memphis Mid-South Coliseum. We're here, isn't it, in Memphis Mid-South Coliseum, April the 5th, a day that went down in history. Jerry the King Lawler, red and black, single black boots, going up against TV star Andy Kaufman. White, uh, white shirt, white trunk, white tight blue trunks. Both men circling, Andy Kaufman gesturing. Andy Kaufman keeps stepping in the ropes every time he uh, comes near him. Every time Lawler comes near him. Andy Kaufman has been in the territory for a few months in and out of the Mid-Coliseum challenging ladies. Uh, Andy Kaufman is the intergender wrestling champion. 
he would uh, challenge ladies to a wrestling match if they could survive, uh, I think, for three or five minutes. And he would give them a amount of money. And he is now facing a man in Jerry the King Lawler. Both men still circling every time Lawler comes near him. Kaufman is just stepping in the ropes to break. Jerry Calhoun is getting rather annoyed at this. Andy Kaufman on the apron at the minute. Andy Kaufman now steps back in. Steps back out. Andy Kaufman is a fan of wrestling. He is a... I believe the story is that he was interested in going to the WWF and doing a similar thing in the WWF. And then somebody rang Jerry Jarrett and said that Andy Kaufman was looking at doing something in wrestling. And Jerry said, bring him down here and we'll do something with him in Memphis. And uh, it made Memphis infamous. Memphis was only a small territory at the time. It's still, still small, but it was only regional. And because of this... Uh, incident it made it uh, nationwide famous. Jerry Lawler's got his hands on no, no. Andy Kaufman still in the ropes, still on the outside. They've yet to touch. Andy Kaufman now gesturing towards Jerry Lawler is a chicken. But every time Jerry Lawler goes near him, all he does is run away. <coughs> Crowd are uh, hot. 8,091 people here. This is the last match they've seen. Um, we ran down the card earlier. They've seen a great card. Fans not happy of uh, Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman is an intelligent person. Very much so here. Very intelligent. Knows how to get the heat. Knows how to get the hatred of the fans. Do you all not happy at this? Predicament at the minute. Jay Lawler standing in the corner, motioning Andy Kaufman to come and get him. If you won't get me, if I can't get you, you'll get me. Andy Kaufman now on the outside. Once again, gesturing towards Jerry Lawler. Back on the apron is Mr. Kaufman. Jerry Calhoun applying the 10 count. The ring manager of Andy Kaufman and his trainer. And uh, sticks out a hand. And once again steps out of the ropes. Jerry Lawler's out of the ring. Goes to Lance Russell. And Lawler. A young Jim Cornette at ringside taking photos. As he hadn't been able to lay a hand in the crowd. Reacting to it, Jerry said, did you come down here to wrestle or act like so-and-so? Lawler saying, I'll stand in the middle of the ring and let 
don't you put a headlock on me. He said, I'll give you the first shot at it. Now, come on, let's wrestle. And Kaufman still backs out of the ring. Jerry now stood in the ring, hands behind his back. Bent over so Andy can apply the headlock. Andy Kaufman now squaring up. Take your best hold right now. Andy Kaufman still motioning, gesturing towards the king. King still with his hands behind his back. Five minutes gone, 25 to go. Jerry's still waiting for the headlock to be applied. Andy slowly going towards him, backing away now. Waller's still waiting as Kaufman reluctant to even take a free Andy headlock. Kaufman now with the headlock. Lawler hadn't done anything. Kaufman very Again applies the headlock. Jerry's got his hands free. Lifted up a finger as if to say, Are you ready? Andy Kaufman's got him. Still got that to headlock cinched in. Crowd down. Building up. Jerry Lawler picks him up. Backdrop. Back suplex. Holy moly, Andy Kaufman went down there. What a pop. What a pop for a back suplex. Jerry Lawler motioning for the pile driver. Jerry Calhoun telling him no. These are this is banned. This is banned. Jerry Lawler's got him up. Jerry Lawler's got him up. And making him wait. Bang! Ring the bell. Disqualification there. Not allowed to use the pile driver. Jerry Calhoun has raised the hand of Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman has just beaten Jerry the King Lawler. Jerry Lawler motioning that he's going to do one more. Andy Kaufman not moving that well. Jerry Lawler cinches him up, making him wait again. Bang! Pile driver again. Andy Kaufman is not moving. Jerry Lawler is motioning for Andy Kaufman's manager, Bobby Zamora, to come in. Jim Cornette down there taking photos. Andy Kaufman now on a stretcher. To be transported to a hospital. Where I'm sure they'll want to run a series of x-rays. So Kaufman laid out on a stretcher. We can only wish him uh, the best with no ill feeling about the things that he said and all of the comments and fun that he had poked at not only Memphis but Lawler and wrestling a mistake but still you know So there goes Andy Kaufman, the winner in 6.37 by disqualification over Jerry Lawler. Dinner. So ladies and gentlemen, that is it. We've just seen a star made in both Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman. Both were big names going into this match. They've just now been 
supersized names, if you will. So the there was matches on the show. I don't know why they were cut. I'm not sure. This is um, obviously I don't have anything to do with this footage. So I just get it. So the matches on the card were Steve Kern and Stan Lane defeated Ernie Kirkland and the Masked Invader. Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar defeated Rick McCord and Eric Embry. And then the Dream Machine and the Monk defeated a brand new team. Oh, sorry, a brand new name. Bobby Fulton and Roy Rogers. So that is it, ladies and gentlemen. That's, it's a very quick episode this week, so I do apologise for that. As you know, we don't really watch the footage before we do it, so we don't know what was happening. But this will make up for uh, a couple of weeks' time, because uh, next week is our last dedicated show for a date. So the next week we'll be covering the 17th of April 1982. And then for the next few weeks after that, we will be covering... Um, so in two weeks we're going to be covering the 8th of April, sorry, the 8th of May to the 24th of September, uh, 24th of July. Then we're going to be covering the 14th of August to the 4th of September. Then the 11th of September to the 9th of October, 16th of October to the 30th of October. So those um, um, episodes will be a little bit longer, but then after that we will be featuring every week the shows from 1982 so we will see the end of 1982 out each and every week so ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening thank you very much for your continued support um please do not forget to give the monday night project a listen when it comes out this coming monday also if you head to vimeo.com forward slash memphis cast you'll be able to watch the unedited original versions of monday night raw Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter at MemphisCast. Follow the network at PTBN Wrestling, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash MemphisCast, and YouTube.com forward slash MemphisCast. I have been your host, Mr. Luke Jennings. This has been episode 86 of the UK's number one and only Memphis Wrestling related podcast, the, Mid- the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Thank you, thank you very much to the fine folk of Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you very much to Lance Russell and Dave Brown. And until next time... When it's spring again, I'll bring again Tulips from Amsterdam With a heart that's true, I'll give to you Tulips from Amsterdam I can't wait until the day you fill These eager arms of mine Like the windmill keeps on turning That's how my heart keeps on yearning For the day I know we can Share these tulips from Amsterdam
These eager arms of mine Like the wind keeps on turning That's how my heart keeps on yearning For the day I know we can Share these tulips from Amsterdam Share these tulips from Amsterdam 